Hey everyone, and welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I am Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 347 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today, we're going to finish 1 John. We're going to read chapters 3, 4, and 5. Um, there is a great video from the Bible Project about agape love. John talks a lot about love, and so there's this great video on what that means, what it translates from the Hebrew and Greek to the Aramaic and what that means for us today and what John's heart was when he talked about love. Um, and we're also going to read Psalm 37. So let's get going. See what great love the father has given us that we should be called children, God's children. And we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it didn't know him. Dear friends, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when he appears, we will be like him, because we will see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Everyone who commits sin practices lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. You know that he was revealed so that he might take away sins, and there is no sin in him. Everyone who remains in him does not sin. Everyone who sins has not seen him or known him. Children, let no one deceive you. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who commits sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the devil's works. Everyone who has been born of God does not sin because his seed remains in him. He's not able to sin because he's been born of God. This is how God's children and the devil's children become obvious. Whoever does not do what is right is not of God, especially the one who does not love his brother or sister. See, there we've got love again. For this is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another, unlike Cain, who was the of the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his deeds were evil and his brothers were righteous. Don't be surprised, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. This is the one that gets me when um, the church, and I'm using that as a capital C, global, general, um, calling the people of God, the church, get upset with the world. And we're, you know, they, they're, oh gosh, I don't want to offend anyone, but I mean, I get so frustrated because why are we so shocked when things of the world, when governments, when laws, when people say and do things that are in opposition to our faith. Why, and why do we take it? Uh, I get why we take it personal, but also why do we take it so personal? We know that this is going to happen. We know that we are in opposition. We know that the world does not care for us. We know it. We know, continuing on, that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers and sisters. This one right here, the one who does not love remains in death. Man, everyone who hates his brother or sister is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we've come to know love. He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need, but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? Little children, let us not love in word or speech, but in action and in truth. It makes me think of the song from uh, DC Talk back in the day that love is a verb. 
This is how we will know that we belong to the truth and will reassure our hearts before him. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts and he knows all things. There you go. God is greater than our hearts. So when our hearts are weary, when our hearts feel fear, when our hearts are worried, God is greater than our hearts. He's bigger and we cling to him. That'll, that'll preach right there. Dear friends, if our hearts don't condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive whatever we ask for, whatever we ask from him, because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. Did you hear that caveat there to receiving what we ask from him is because we keep his commands and do what is pleasing in his sight. Now, this is his command that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he commands us. There's a lot here that I don't know how many times I've read this, but this morning it is jumping out at me, probably because where I'm at emotionally and mentally in the Advent season. But anyway, you want to know more about that? You're going to have to check out the bonus episode on, on, on the Advent Sunday for love. The one who keeps his commands remains in him and he in him. And the way we know that he remains as us is from the spirit he has given us. Dear friends, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see if they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that can, every spirit confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. I'm sorry, I was turning the page and I think I read that wrong. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you've heard is coming now. And even now it is already in the world. You are from God, little children, and you have conquered them because of the one who is in you is greater than the one who's in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, what they say is from the world and the world listens to them. We are from God. Anyone who knows God listens to us. Anyone who is not from God does not listen to us. Oh boy, friends. Anyone who knows God listens to us. Anyone who is not from God does not listen to us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of deception. Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love doesn't know God because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we remain in him and he in us. He has given us it of his spirit. He has given us of his spirit. And we have seen and we testify that the father has sent his son as the world's savior. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the son of God, God remains in him and he in God. And we have come to know and to believe that the love God has for us. We have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. In this love is made complete with us that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because he is so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear. 
That's a good one, right? And his love is perfect. So there doesn't have to be fear because he's here with us and there is perfect love, right? Because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears is not complete in love. We love because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God and yet hates his brother or sister, he's a liar. For the person who does not love his brother or sister whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And we have this command from him. The one who loves God must also love his brother and sister. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the Father also loves the one born of him. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey his commands. Everything comes back to obeying the Lord, for this is what love for God is. God, grief. I'm I'm sorry. I'm highlighting as I go because this is a Bible that I've only had for a short time, and I'm just overwhelmed by this this morning, for this is what love for God is to keep his commands and his commands are not a burden. They're not hard. They're not heavy. They're for our good because everyone who has been born of God conquers the world. <laughs> this is the victory that has conquered the world. Our faith. Friends, are you ready to run a lap yet? Because I am. Who is the one who conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God? Jesus Christ, he is the one who came by water and blood, not by water only, but by water and by blood. And the spirit is the one who testifies because the spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are in agreement. If we accept human testimony, God's testimony is greater because it's God's testimony that he has given about his son. The one who believes in the son of God has this testimony within himself. The one who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony God has given about his son. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. The one who has the son has life. The one who does not have the son of God does not have life. Man, I have written these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have asked of him. The whole thing comes back to, though, in his will, according to his will. If anyone sees a fellow believer committing a sin that doesn't lead to death, he should ask and God will give life to him. To those who commit sin that doesn't lead to death, there is sin that leads to death. I'm not saying he should pray about that. All unrighteousness is sin and there is sin that doesn't lead to death. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not sin, but the one who is born of God keeps him, and the evil one does not touch him. We know that we are of God, and the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And we know the Son of God has come so and has given us understanding so that we may know the true one. We are in we are the true one that is in his son Jesus Christ. He is the true God and eternal life. Little children. Guard yourselves from idols. Ooh, he leaves it on that. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. Wow. Accept no imitations. Jesus is, Jesus is. Like, that's it right there. Psalm 37. Do not be agitated by evildoers. Do not envy those who do wrong, for they wither quickly like grass and wilt like tender green plants. Trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. We twist this one. 
so often. This isn't a genie in a lamp situation. This is um, being obedient, obeying God's commands, taking delight in the Lord, meaning we're spending time with him. We're, we're, we're living our lives in him. And that the result of that is the Lord giving us our heart's desires. But I'm going to tell you right now, that's because when you are delighting in him, when you're trusting in him, um, his, your desires, the desires of your heart are because he's placed them there. So they're from him. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act, making your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like the noonday. Mm -mm -mm. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his ways, by the person who carries out evil plans. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. Wow, that one. Ooh, that would, that would, that's going to burn a few people. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. You don't have the right. You don't have the right to. Mm -mm. For evildoers will be destroyed, but those who put their hope in the Lord, come on now, will inherit the land. Let's go. A little while and the wicked person will be no more. Though you look for him, he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will enjoy abundant prosperity. The wicked person schemes against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. The Lord laughs at him because he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and strung the bow to bring down the poor and needy and to slaughter those whose way is upright. Their swords will enter their own hearts and their bows will be broken. The little that the righteous person has is better than the abundance of many wicked people. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. The Lord watches over the blameless all their days and their inheritance will last forever. They will not be disgraced in times of adversity. They will be satisfied in days of hunger. But the wicked will perish. The Lord's enemies, like the glory of the pastures, will fade away. They will fade away like smoke. The wicked person borrows and does not repay, but the righteous one is gracious and giving. Come on, that one should be like a reminder to us regularly. Those who are blessed by the Lord will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be destroyed. So this is repeated here in this psalm. A person's steps are established by the Lord, and he takes pleasure in his ways. Um... Mm, that's good. Though he falls, he will not be, this one, I, this one gets me. Though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed. He doesn't say, oh, everything's going to be great. He's like, though he falls, he will not be overwhelmed. We're going to trip up sometimes. If the weight is going to feel very real in this world, but we're not going to be overwhelmed because here's what it says, because the Lord supports him with his hand. And here, um, I'm going to get choked up a little bit. It's the first time I've read through this psalm since my grandfather passed away. This was his favorite verse. And it was repeated during his funeral. I'm sorry. I have been young and now I am old. I have not seen the righteous abandoned or his children begging for bread. He is always generous, always lending, and his children are a blessing. He's good to us, friends. Turn away from evil. Do what is good and settle permanently, for the Lord loves justice and will not abandon his faithful ones. <laughs> there you go. He, you're never going to be abandoned by, from, by him. He's going to be with you. They are kept safe forever, but the children of the wicked will be destroyed. 
the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it firmly. There it is again. There's this, there's this promise again, this, oh my gosh, I, you know what? Let me encourage you to pull out your Bible, a physical Bible and mark this. Um, if you're listening, uh, you can, here's the thing. Um, you've got it in verse three. Um, you've got it in, um, verse nine. Um, you've got it in, I thought I, you've got it in verse 11. Um, (laughs) this is just, this is worth marking it in there because it's repeated so many times when it's repeated in scripture, I feel like the weight of it is like even bigger. Um, you have it in, um, verse 22, you have it in verse 29, um, and we're not done yet. So one, two, three, four, five, six, mm, if it's in here just one more time, you know, that's seven and I'm not all about numerology, but seven does seem to be the biblical number of completion. So let's see what happens. Continuing on, the mouth of the righteous utters wisdom. His tongue speaks what is just. The instruction of God is in his heart. His steps do not falter. This is why it's important for us to know the word of God and to meditate on it. The wicked one lies in wait for the righteous and intends to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in the power of the wicked one or allow him to be condemned when he ju- when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way. Did you hear that? Wait for the Lord and keep his way. Waiting is not idle. Waiting is not sitting still. Waiting is being patient. You will watch when the wicked are destroyed. I have seen a wicked, violent person, well-rooted like a flourishing native tree. Then I passed and noticed he was gone. I searched for him, but I could he could not be found. Watch the blameless and observe the upright, for the person of peace will have a future, but the transgressors will be eliminated. The future of the wicked will be destroyed. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord, their refuge in a time of distress. The Lord helps and delivers them. He will deliver them from, he will deliver them from the wicked and they will, and will save them because they take refuge in him. Listen, this might be one of the longer ones that we've had in a while, but there was so much good stuff in this today. Literally, please after you listen, grab your Bible, sit down, look at Psalm 37, and mark these things, mark them up. These are great reminders. We're going to keep reading the Bible together. So be sure you come back tomorrow. I'll see you then.